brand new episode of the Free as Fuck podcast. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the podcast. And if you are new, welcome, welcome to you as well. So, we are going to be diving into a very requested episode and question from many of you guys and myself included so many times throughout my life journey. Is it my intuition or is it my fear talking? Who has asked themselves this question? I know I fucking have. I know so many of us have when we have not developed a strong sense of self-trust and self-belief and self-confidence. And there's this second guessing of our intuition and we wonder, is this right or is this wrong? Am I overthinking this? Am I making up a story? Am I, you know, not trusting? Am I... You name it. You name it. So if you know, you know, I'm usually drinking coffee while I record this episode. So if there's ever a pause in it and I'm sipping away, that's what's happening right now. So let's just take a moment to celebrate the fact that you are here and you are doing this work. You are here and you are doing this work. And this is a really important piece to start with because you are someone who is committed to rebuilding this trust in yourself, rebuilding this confidence in your intuition, feeling safe to know when to stay or when to go, when to lean in, when to lean back, when to trust, when to not, all of that. And... Last week on the Free as Fuck podcast, an episode came out called Rebuilding Self-Trust and Intuition as a Highly Ambitious Person After Trauma and Failure. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, highly, highly, highly recommend listening to it. It's a really, really great foundational starting piece to what we're going to be leaning off of today. And so when it comes to trust. You know, this is a hot topic of conversation in magnetism. So many of the women are like, I want to trust myself. It's a common conversation that I have with my clients. I want to trust myself. Like I want to trust if it's my intuition. I want to be able to know that it's my intuition. I want to be able to feel my intuition And even this weekend, I went to the hydrotherapy with one of my girlfriends and the whole conversation we were having about was whether it's her intuition or not. And specifically when it comes to relationships. But I want you to be able to apply this concept to any fucking area of your life, whether it's your business, whether it's your relationship, whether it's a decision that you want to make in your life, whether it's like whatever it is, you always know. And as you dig into the conversation around intuition, what is really, really important to note is that everybody's going to have a different experience of their intuition. And we're going to talk a little bit about that within this episode as well. And you may have heard some of these before and if you haven't i'm so fucking excited for you but on the conversation of intuition 
We're going to start first by speaking to what our intuition is and, you know, why it's so fucking important. So number one, intuition is the inner sense and the inner knowing inside of yourself that is usually not logical, but it's just this inner knowing. It's this inner sense of whether to go towards something or whether to lean away from something. And we can look at this from a evolutionary standpoint, but then we can also look at this from a spiritual standpoint. And I believe both of them actually feed into each other because from an evolutionary standpoint, our intuition used to be based purely on survival. It's our instinct. It's this inner feeling of whether something is safe or unsafe. And it works hand in hand with our ego. And intuition is like, yes, this direction. Yes, I sense the water over here in this direction. Or I sense that the rain is going to come. Or I sense that there is a pack of hyenas or (laughs) cougars or jaguars or whatever the fuck was hunting us way back in the day. Or I sense there's a herd of buffalo over here. It's this like, it's this directional sense that our bodies have biologically water wired into them so that we could survive so that we could survive. And our ego is the thing that drives us into motion or to stop. It's the exact same thing. They work hand in hand. So let's just say there's this, oh, there's a, I can sense that there is a jaguar that's hunting us. Well, the ego is going to drive you to do something about it. The ego is going to drive you to take the action to keep you safe. So this is really, really important to keep in mind when you are tuning into your intuition because what has happened from an evolutionary standpoint is that so many of us have gotten what is dangerous confused with really what our ego is wanting to protect us from. So there's a difference between danger and fear. And what I mean by this is danger back when we were living in caves, back when we had a lot more threats to our survival and to our safety, is different than what our brain currently experiences as dangerous. And an example of this is, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 years ago, what was dangerous then was very different than what is dangerous now. What is dangerous now is our parents yelling at us. What is dangerous now is potentially getting fired from a job. What is dangerous now is an argument with your partner. What is dangerous now is getting a speeding ticket, whatever it might be. And like feel in, feel into how your body experiences those things as threats, like literal threats to your survival when there's fear inside of your system. And, of course, at other parts in the world, there are way more serious threats. Bombs, terrorist attacks, people shooting you on the streets, getting robbed, getting mugged, all of those things. And all of those things live in the human unconscious. They live in the collective unconscious. So when there is something going on in some other part of the world, we as a whole, like as a entire society, entirety of humanity, we are all being impacted by it because we are all one. 
We are all one. We are all connected. So we wonder why, even though I'm safe in my environment and I have a roof over my head and I have all of my needs met, why do I still feel fear? Why do I still feel unsafe? Well, because of what's happening in the world. Because there is a serious lack of safety at other parts in the world. And we are all connected to the other humans, even if they're in the other part of the world. That's why COVID such, had such a damaging effect on so many of us. Even if we were indirectly affected by it, humanity was impacted by it. And our humanity as a whole, we all have the same attachment, the same connection to the collective unconscious. And what this means is what one experiences, the other experiences. This is literally the law of one. We are all one. And that is an important key, an important component, because, you know, even though what our ancestors experienced as danger at one part of the world was like, you know, another tribe coming to attack them or a saber-toothed tiger or, you know, a flood, like something like that, fire, whatever it might be, we still have that at other parts of the world. So even if you are seriously safe in your environment, if there is still a deep you know, connection to other parts of the world, you're going to experience that because you are a compassionate, caring human being. And, and on the exact same note, your ego is going to give a meaning to what that threat is. So the ego is the part of you that's creating the meaning about what this situation means for you. It's the part of you that says, this sensation means this. This sensation in my body means that I need to run. This sensation in my body means that I need to fawn. That means I need to slow down. This sensation in my body means that I need to fight. This sensation in my body means that I need to freeze. This sensation in my body means this. That is our job of our ego. So the ego is the part of you that is driving you towards doing certain things or not doing certain things based on its interpretation of sensation. One of the exercises that I guide my clients through is called sensation association. And it's a really, really valuable exercise to notice what some of your patterns are when it comes to sensations in the body. You know, when I'm working with my clients, one of the practices that we do is really deepening into trust in our bodies and our intuition so that we can express our full feminine expression and magnetism. And one of the key components of that is trusting and feeling safe inside of your body. Because if we don't feel safe, we're going to be hypervigilant all the time. We're going to be on constant high alert of what's happening around us. We're not going to actually have access to the intuitive downloads that are coming through for us to deliver to the world. We won't trust our intuitions. And so the safety piece is a key element, which is why, you know, healing trauma is a huge, huge piece of the work that I do because trauma actually distorts your brain chemistry. It doesn't allow you to experience life through the same lens. And what this means is when we have unresolved or unprocessed trauma in our body, whether it's individual or collective and you're a very empathetic human being, and you're like, oh, I'm worried or scared, or like, I'm attuned to what's happening in the world, and you have that inside of your body, well, then what happens is if it's stuck inside of your system, your consciousness is going to be operating on a certain level. 
And what I mean is if you've ever looked at the Hawkins scale of consciousness, this is really worth Googling. And I'm going to pull it up just on my side so I can refresh my brain. Hawkins scale of consciousness. You're going to see that there's this rainbow scale and there's frequencies to what we are feeling, what we are experiencing. And so what it means by contracted and expanded expanded states of consciousness, you've probably heard me talk about this before, but I want you to imagine if you're looking at this from your own uh, computer or you pause this and you come back to it later, is you can see how it's a sphere that goes in and a sphere that goes out. So I want you to imagine that this sphere is what you are available to see. Your perspective. So when we are in shame, shame is the lowest frequency of consciousness. Shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear. You know, shame is actually a lot lower than fear because we're making something wrong. And when you are seeing wrong, I am wrong, this is wrong, this is bad, shame is actually the lowest frequency, you are not going to see anything beyond what is wrong or what is right. This is where there's a lot of judgment. This is where there's a lot of guilt. This is where there's a lot of like, I am a bad human being. And there's like a self-punishment there. And so because of that, your perspective and ability to see possibilities is closed in. From shame, there is literally no access to your intuition. There is no access to your intuition because you're in such a constricted, contracted state of consciousness. This is where we are in suffering. So suffering is when we're in shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear. Those states of consciousness keep us closed off. You cannot access your intuition within those states. And so if you find yourself feeling those kind of emotions, shame specifically, invitation is to move into a sense of curiosity and compassion. Because one of the things that I've noticed with so many women and like my past self included is like, you know, this isn't true. This isn't my intuition. I'm just being dramatic. I'm just overthinking things. I'm making this a big deal when it shouldn't be. And essentially gaslighting themselves or not being in safe relationships with people who do validate your intuition and do, you know, go into curiosity with it and go into this questioning of like, what could this be? And so going into and from this space of shame into a space of like, you can even move up the scale, like moving into desire or moving into courage or moving into acceptance. Like as you look at the scale, it's essentially expanding your perspective, moving out of this space of like closed offedness into openness and possibility. And whenever I'm doing this, whenever I'm facilitating a masterclass, and if you've been in any of my classes, whenever I talk about this, there's always like I put blinders on my eyes with like my two hands and when I'm in the low frequency, my my eyes and my, the blinders are like super tight. My fingertips are almost touching each other. And then as I expand my perspective, the blinders start to go past my face and I can't even see. So I have more um, peripheral vision. I can see side by side. And this is what actually allows us to feel safer. And I have a whole masterclass on nervous system regulation called metamorphosis and how to create 
safety inside of the body so that you can access higher levels of perspective and consciousness because quite literally that happens through the body it happens through feeling safe inside of the body and the number one key to accessing clarity within your intuition is safety and what i mean by this is knowing that you can bring your intuition and trusting yourself on it trusting that it will be received and it's so fucking trippy because like Last night, you know, I'm so grateful for the relationship that I'm in with Scott because he is someone who's actually helping me repair and heal and validate the relationship that I have with my intuition. And this is why having like safe people in your life and the conversation that I was having with my girlfriend, it's like, you know, when you have someone who you're either in relationship with and they get defensive or they gaslight you or they manipulate and twist the truth and like turn it back on you, you question yourself and you question your intuition and you question whether or not you're actually right. And then that's where the shame usually comes in. And this was the relationship that I had with my ex was I would have these intuitive feelings. Like I felt like it was my intuition and then I would bring it to him But then he would come in with a whole story and he would come in with like, oh no, it's not that, this is what's going on. And I would kind of like believe him. I would totally believe him. I would believe the story he was telling me, even though it didn't feel right. And that happened through a series of relationships as I would trust the person more than I would trust myself. And so being in this relationship that I'm in with Scott, it's so much about trusting myself first. And because I made that commitment to myself first and foremost to trust myself, while that frequency is influencing the relationship, it's allowing for him to respect the trust that I have for myself So if I do bring something to him, he doesn't get defensive, he gets curious. And this is why even if you don't have a relationship with someone like that, even friends or whatever, you know, having a mentor, having a coach, having a community, having the space that you can come to with your intuitive feelings and for them to go into it, for them to get curious in it with you rather than you bringing it to someone who might not have the inquiry that someone else would. So being in this space with him, I had this dream last night and I was like, I feel like this is my intuition, but I don't know. And I was questioning it. And what I've noticed now about my intuition is that it's this nagging feeling that doesn't go away. And it's so interesting because the feeling that doesn't go away Remember how I talked about sensation association? Well, my mind, my ego is making up a story about what it thinks it is based on my past experiences. Let me share that again. So the feeling inside of the body is my intuition. The intuition lives inside of the body. And then it triggers a thought inside of the mind. The mind makes up a meaning about what it thinks it is. And then that meaning drives you into a particular type of action. Whether that action is to fight what you perceive as a threat, to get defensive about it, to protect yourself, to make that person wrong, 
here's what you did. You did this and you come at them and you're like, why is this happening? Flight, which is to get away from the situation. This thing's happening. I need to leave. I'm out. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I just need to leave. Freeze is to dissociate from the sensations to not even like go into the sensations it's just to kind of numb them out it's just to like ignore them they're not here no can't feel this don't want to feel this freezing is this essentially like this is too much sensation my nervous system can't handle it so let me just dissociate from it there can be a lot of mind in that one as well there's like a justification with logic and then fawning And that was my pattern. Fawning is essentially you're bowing down to someone else over yourself. It's like, okay, you know better than I do. You have the answers. And it's kind of like, like I imagine like, okay, you know, and I don't know. People pleasing, essentially. So there's a people pleasing pattern there where it's like you have the answers that I don't have. And you're externalizing your intuition to an outside authority. And so these patterns, these are trauma responses these four different behavior patterns are trauma responses to the intuition this is a nervous system game this is creating this regulation inside of your nervous system so that when you do get the intuition you don't have the reactionary response you have a responsible response that helps you validate and gain clarity on the intuition inside of you So this morning, you know, I had this dream and like, I knew it was my intuition, but I'm like this, I know this isn't happening the way that my mind is making it. So I was sitting in my morning, my morning meditation. I was like, this feeling isn't going away. So let me do something about this feeling and knowing how to like regulate myself before going and reacting to it. I called Scott and I was like, Hey, you know, I have a question for you. Something came up in my dream this morning. It feels like my intuition. And he was like, yeah, share it with me. So I shared it with him and he's like, oh, let me like go into that. Let me go and like find the answer for myself. And we ended up like taking a little bit of space and he came and called me back and he's like, hey, this is, this is what I imagine it is. And I got the yes inside of my system that like, ah, yes, that's what it was. That was my intuition. I can get the ping that this is right. So this is why space and self-regulation is so fucking important. But if I was over, if I was in shame and if I was like, no, no, I'm just making a big deal. I'm being dramatic. It's probably my trauma. You know, like it's just this, this, and I'm justifying it. I'm putting myself in shame and I am not actually allowing the spaciousness of my intuition to come through. And here's the thing, the feminine The feminine, the intuition of the feminine is the greatest, greatest gift to the masculine. The divine feminine oracle, this is like the globe. Like if you go back and you look at history and you look at the way that men used to go to the oracle, to the like feminine, to ask her questions and to gain answers, it was the greatest gift that men could receive because the feminine, like the women, we have a womb. This is where our intuition comes from, from our womb. There's this access to like, if you think about it, you think about the bigness of the womb, like you literally have a soul that comes into your womb from the vastness of the universe. 
It is so powerful. So our womb has the wisdom. Our womb has the feeling of intuition. But at the exact same note, women store their trauma in their wombs, in their pussies, in their hips. Like that is where our trauma gets stored. Your trauma gets stored in this space. So there's distortions that happen. When you have emotional, sexual, psychological, physical trauma, your womb is storing that. And I have a whole article on my Substack about healing from sexual and relationship trauma and how it impacts our bodies. And it is so worth reading. But if you have these feelings inside of your body and you're questioning yourself, it's because there's trauma there. If you're having a hard time trusting your intuition, it's because of the trauma that's getting in the way. And each one of us has our intuition come in in a different way. You know, if you've ever heard of the different clairs, there's clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance. If you've ever heard of these, I'm just going to give a little brief one, but clairaudience is the hearing. It's like a voice. It's a voice that comes in with the answer. It's a very soft voice. You know, it's usually calm. It's very just like it comes in. It's almost like a guide or a mother or an angel coming in with this voice. You know, and you might hear things. Clairvoyance is seeing. This is getting images in your mind. This is having like metaphorical examples come through. You might get visions. You know, this is one of the ones that I really have. This is why I have the dreams that I do is because usually in my dreams, I get the clarity. And I used to second guess this so much because I was in relationships with people who didn't value my intuition. Clairsentience is through feeling. These are sensations, feelings that you have. You know, so many people have this. There's just like a feeling that you have. When you have this feeling, you know, I, this is another one that I have. It's just a feeling somewhere inside of the body. Trust that feeling. Go journal about it. Go process it with someone that you know that you feel safe with. And then the final one, claircognizance. So this one is just an inner knowing. It's just this like, I know, I know. And usually it drops into the brain, into the mind, and it's like, ah, this is it. And when you have this feeling, again, instead of gaslighting it, instead of not trusting it, instead of second guessing it, get curious about it. Get really, really curious about it because it has a lot to tell you. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, the sensations that come into the body, we have the sensations, but then the ego immediately has the meaning. So it might not be the exact meaning that your mind is giving it. This is why taking space, self-regulating, grounding, processing through it will help you find the truth of the answer because it might not always be exactly what your mind is initially making it out to be. Oftentimes, even in my own sense, it's like when I've had trauma, right? When we look at the ego versus the intuition, well, the ego is always based on like familiarity, sameness, certainty. I know this. I've seen this. This is what this is. It's like the mind is defining it. The mind is like, this is this, this means this. The intuition is like unlimited possibility. It's like the senses, it's all of the sensations and the senses. And so the work is to really get curious and attuned with the senses inside of the body without getting wrapped up into the stories of the mind. 
this is how you can enhance your intuitive abilities and this is how you can really build self-trust with yourself. I do this in all of my programs. Everything from magnetism to unleash to my one-on-one mentorship and coaching, all of them. This is like the backbone of my work is really rebuilding this trust inside of yourself because like I mentioned, like the divine feminine oracle is the greatest gift to the divine masculine. This is where he finds clarity. This is where he finds truth. This is where he finds his next step. This is where he sees and can see the blocks that are getting in the way. You know, after I shared with Scott this morning, like, I'm like, there's an intuition coming through. And because he understands and respects and honors my intuition and the divine feminine inside of me, he is receptive to it. And he was so grateful for it. He's like, wow, like I can see now what I wasn't seeing before. Now I seeing it is enough for me to make a different choice. And so this is, as women, this is in our approach as well. If you're bringing this into partnership, this is the way that you're bringing it to your man. Are you coming from a trauma response? Are you coming from the divine feminine inside of you that is coming from love to support your man? It's a very, very important approach and where you're coming. This is why healing is so essential to creating deep divine union. Because when we come at him as an attack, well, his defenses come up as well. He's like, I need to protect myself. (laughs) You know, all men have mother wounds. All men have been punished. They've gone through something in their lives. They also have been shamed. They've been wrong. They've been made wrong. And they don't need to be attacked. This is like one of the key reasons why so many men don't be honest. Because... They don't feel safe. You know, my ex that I shared with you guys about was like after I like got curious about like, you know, why, why he was lying to me and cheating on me the entire relationship. Well, I knew and I could have compassion in hindsight that one, I didn't fucking trust myself. I didn't trust myself. I was fawning the entirety of the relationship. And because of that, well, then he could get away with what he was doing. And simultaneously, he didn't feel safe to share his truth. And that didn't necessarily have everything to do with me, but more to do with his childhood and his past experiences. And so we get to be compassionate with other people as well when it comes to sharing our intuition with them and our approach as well. And in this space, what I want to share with you is it is always always every sensation it's always your intuition and your ego it's always both it's always this and this it's this and this it's your intuition and it's your ego because you're getting the feeling the intuition it's the feeling inside of your body that is sensing things around you and then your ego is coming in with what it needs to do what the reaction from that sensation is and so the work to like really building a solid, trusting relationship with this is to create sensational awareness inside of the body, to become aware of the sensations inside of the body, to work with somatics, to heal and unpack and unravel the trauma, and to 
build that sense of trust through compounding it, through saying yes to things that are your intuition, through taking action on the things that are your intuition and not shaming yourself for them, to taking those aligned action steps. You know, a recent example of this for me was like, I set the intention to call in my next mentor and I knew exactly what specifically I was desiring and looking for. And this woman who I've been following her for a couple of years and I like years ago, I was like, I'm going to work with her someday, somehow. I don't know how or when, but she put out her application and I was like, Ooh, I got the yes. I just got this feeling of yes. And I just took the aligned action rather than like going into my brain and being like, Oh, I don't know how much it's going to be. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know. And like just justifying with logic, you know, logic is the biggest thing that gets in the way of us leaving, leading intuitively led lives. And so if we can just trust that initial feeling, take aligned action on it, well, then this path starts to unfold. And so I filled out the application. Then from there, she get messaged me back and she's like, you are like my soulmate client. And I'm like, yes, you were my soulmate mentor. Amazing, obviously. So then she was like, what questions do you have? And I'm like, nothing. I'm like, let's just go. I'm trusting. Like, I didn't even look at all of the like nitty gritty details. I'm like, I'm just trusting my intuition because I trust there is something here for me in this. I don't need to know all of the little details. I need to work on surrendering. That's my process right now is surrendering into trust. So she sent over the payment link. I paid. It was scary, of course. But I'm like, I am celebrating myself for this yes. I am celebrating myself for trusting this yes. And so much unlocks from that space of your yes. The same thing happened when it came to like moving to Costa Rica. I didn't know what it was going to become. I just had a feeling that it was a yes. Same thing with my relationship with Scott. You know, I didn't know what it was going to become. I just had this feeling of a yes. And the same thing with other things. If you have this like niggling feeling in the back of your body, in the back of your mind, that's like something's off. Get curious about that. Bring that forward. Don't keep putting it into the back of the box. Bring it forward. Get curious about it. Ask it questions. Have someone else ask you questions. Get curious about what it's telling you so that you can find clarity. And I know it's scary sometimes. It's scary because you don't know what answer you're going to find. So sometimes it's easier to ignore yourself. But that is how you live a limited fucking life. That is where you suppress your self-expression and your magnetism. That is where you feel trapped and stuck and limited that is where you feel anxiety and fear and overwhelm and shame. And I know that's not the life that you were here to live. You were here to be liberated and free as fuck and unleashed in your full expression and magnetism. And so if you're listening to this episode and you're like, yes, this is me. Yes, this is me. Then, and you're wanting the support, DM me on Instagram and we can have a conversation about what your intuition is calling you into as an aligned next step in working with me or you can even play the game of like trusting your own intuition going to the link in my bio and seeing like ooh, what is here for me is there an offering that's here for me is there a next step in the application for me i have this really really fun process like my whole 
one-on-one application is the practice of you trusting your intuition. It's the first step because I actually have three different one-on-one offers. And a question that I have is like, which one feels like a yes for you? And I trust you trusting yourself in that process. And it is so fun because it's so beautiful to see like what women lead themselves into and where their higher selves are guiding them to. And like really leaning in on that because every single time you trust your intuition, life fucking supports you in it. Like I mentioned in that last episode, you know, how to rebuild self-trust and confidence. Like whether you are just taking one micro movement towards something, towards a higher version of you, or you are doing a quantum leap of like letting go, stepping forward, you are always fucking supported. You are always supported. Life will always support you. Life will always meet you. And there's a rebuilding of that trust in that relationship as well. So trust your next step. Whatever it is meant to be, just take it without overthinking it and see what unfolds for you there. So thank you, my love, so much for listening to this episode today. I hope this was valuable for you. And if you have any questions, know that I am always here for them. You can shoot me a message on Instagram. I love doing podcast episodes with your guys' questions. And if this episode was valuable to you, you gained something from it, I would be so, so grateful if you would share it on your stories, tag me on Instagram, or share it with someone who you feel needs to hear this message today. I love you, and I will see you on the next episode.